Hello, everyone. This is Myra with Halipuli's Everyday Ayurveda and Yoga podcast. At Halipuli, we aim to step fully into the joy of life. But why do we need to bring our attention to this at all? Isn't it obvious that we all want this? Do we really need to put our attention there? Let's explore some of the components that affect our ability to do just that, to step fully into life. What gets in the way? So consider that we all have a knowing deep inside that this joyful journey is there for us. But our way of living and looking at life has confused and it's misled us about what makes a difference in how we feel and how we're able to live. When we have our attention, which is our energy, pointed at the problems, it's all we see. And then it becomes the norm for us. And it seems to be the norm that's prevalent today, being focused only on the problem. And as a result of this, our vibration is lower and and now we've normalized it. And almost forgetting that there is more for each of us. And there's more for us as societies. So let's dispel some of those old beliefs with the principles of Ayurveda and yoga. They're based on natural principles that offer a deeper understanding of life and really simple ways to be best in it, to be best in life. In Ayurveda, we understand that misuse of the five senses, the panchendriyas in Sanskrit, is one of the primary contributors to disease. Have you ever thought about how you use or misuse your five senses? I sure hadn't prior to coming to Ayurveda. Maybe maybe the first time, and it was once in, in, in many years, I sat on the third row in front of the speakers at a Black Sabbath concert. And then I couldn't hear for five days afterwards. And I said, okay, no more in front of the speakers. But I had no idea of the other implications from what I was exposing myself to. You know, I had in my mind, I would think about things as, oh, that's good or that's bad. And in those days, this was 50 years ago, we would, you know, we were trying all kinds of things, right? Many new things. But I never thought about really what was the impact on me. Everything you exposed yourself to has to be digested mentally, physically, and spiritually. You consume through all of your five senses all day long, and that all of the inputs have to be digested somehow. So that means what you look at or what you see, what you hear or listen to, what you put on your tongue or in your mouth, and what you touch or what touches you. When you use your five senses wisely, it leads you 
leads you to your sixth sense and the subtle realms, which is kind of nice. And this is what the practices of Ayurveda and yoga can open up for you. Life looks so fabulous. It's really beyond our imagination, even with the ups and downs. And then the difficulties become the great opportunities. There's a change of perspective. The mindset, we say, changes. We become more open. We feel safer. Comes from the inside. So how you use or misuse your five senses has a relationship to the mahagunas or the primary aspects of nature and our nature. Remember those mahagunas of sattva, rajas, and tamas? I've spoken of them in a number of previous episodes. And if you're not familiar, then check out some of those earlier episodes. Briefly, sattva is balance and harmony in life. And rajas is the activity that can lead to disturbance, or it can lead us to sattva. And then there's tamas, which is inertia, it's negativity, things that are dead. It's also our sleep. So some amount of these aspects are present in all that you expose your five senses to. Remember, all three aspects are present within us. It's the amount of each of these mahagunas or these aspects or qualities that are present in the mind that has a major impact on your ability to step into life and to experience, to experience it beyond the problems, to experience it as a joyful journey rather than a mechanical passing or constant suffering. I heard someone tell a story the other day about a man who went to prison when he was 18 years old because he had murdered someone. And how in prison, he, he's on death row and has been for many, many years now. And how he has discovered what I'm talking about. How he's found what is that joyful journey inside? How he's made the very best of the situation that he's in. And that he sees the beauty of life every day. So the quality and the quantity of exposure to your five senses, and therefore what you ask your body, mind, and spirit to digest, it increases or decreases each of those mahagunas. And then this then dictates the type or level of energy you have avail available to you each day, meaning physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Here are some examples of exposing the senses to, to too much tamas and rajas and the results. For example, when you watch a lot of TV to, quote, Try to relax. It's actually numbing your mind and increasing tamas, dullness, negativity, inertia. 
eating a lot of processed foods will also have that same impact because it's tamasic in its nature. Depression is excess tamas. And it's made worse by consuming depressants such as alcohol or marijuana. And then what about rajas? Too much stimulation, such as loud music or mm, big sporting events, overstimulates the mind. It makes it hard to feel calm inside with all that disturbance, and it reduces the quality of the sleep. Eating too much hot, spicy food is also rejusic, and the body and mind become overheated. Impatience, intolerance, uh, and discontent or heartburn, or loose bowels. Any, ever felt any of that? Extremes with the five senses are generally going to take you into more rajas and tamas. And it's the excess of rajas and tamas that leads to attachment and addiction, or what's called rag in Sanskrit. So the actions that affect your five senses affect the amount of mahagunas of rajas and tamas, which then affects your behavior and responses in life. And this then affects the condition of your agni and the doshas. And because everything is connected, this is a, remember, this is a holistic system that we are, it creates a feedback loop that can spiral downward into more tamas. Maybe some of you have had that experience before. If you eat a lot of junk food, your attitude starts going down and things start getting worse. Or you can spiral upward into sattva. And this is why we offer the suggestions we make in Ayurveda and yoga, so that we can increase the sattva in the mind and the body. And this can happen with the right amount of tamas for good quality and quantity of sleep. That is necessary. And the right amount and right kinds of activity that leads to a sense of balance and harmony. Sattva. Cultivating sattva in the mind and body, it facilitates a, a sense of spiritual connection. And this is how we get that feedback loop that spirals upward. And this is when you handle the ups and downs of life with grace stepping into it rather than retreating from it. And this is how the healing process takes place. By stepping into it. This is how kids grow up healthy and vibrant, ready to step into life. Cultivating sattva has you making choices consciously having a focus for living from the inside out rather than from the outside in. So no more leading your life based on what you think others think or based on what's going on on, on social media. 
In Ayurveda, we have various techniques and treatments to reset the senses. And we specifically address the five senses in our five senses therapy that's part of the Agni therapy program. But in Ayurveda, we also have treatments for the sense organs. And uh, this is part of uh, something called panchakarma or, or five treatments that are done for prevention as well as for reversing the disease process. For example, I'll just name a few. Karnapurna is when is an oil treatment for the ears. Oh, it's, it's really very good for calming the mind and for sleep. Uh, nasya is an oil treatment for the nose and the sinuses. Abhyanga, or what's also called snehan. And by the way, the word snehan means oil generally, but it also means love. And so this is oiling the whole body. And then there are many other specific treatments for specific purposes. All of these are for the inside as well as the outside, meaning they are for the mind as well as the body. We use medicinal oils that have herbs in them that treat the external, but also for the effect of the absorption of the herbs and the oils inside. So it's an energetic effect that is not only on the body, but in the mind as well. Some simple things that you can do to care for your eyes. To take down the intensity of the rajas from food that you may be eating and from screens. Very simple thing. Gaze into nature regularly through the day. It really helps. Put a few drops of rose water into the eyes a couple of times in the day or a cool compress or cool water on the eyelids after eating. These are things that will really help the eyes feel better. Try it out. And there are so many very simple things to support your journey in sattva. And when there's more sattva, we feel so good. Another simple step is to consider sleep as a daily treatment to digest life mentally and physically. I bet you never thought about your sleep that way. Eating too close to sleep will prevent you from being able to digest the day, right? It'll leave you feeling drained or empty or anxious, and food sits in the body too long. So that late dinner or nighttime snack, it has a lot of implications. Just consider for a moment what gaming or mindlessly scrolling or comparing yourself on social media is doing. Cultivating more sattva or more tamas. And then you throw some junk food on top and it's truly a mess. And it is disease in the making. A meal takes about, about 30 days, a full meal, about 30 days to be assimilated through the body's tissues, or we call them the datus, and to form healthy body tissue. Then how long do we sit with sensory inputs that we assimilate and attach meaning to while being in a state of unawareness? 
Now, these days we talk about it being stored in the body. But it's really not about the body. It's about our choices that affect the mind first and foremost, which then affects the bodily functions. Time in nature and time in silence balances the rajasic qualities that accumulate during the days that are spent in front of a screen and, and our other outside endeavors. Choose carefully the music that you listen to. Does it increase your mental activity? Even calming music can be too much when silence is really the call of sattva for you. Using your five senses wisely makes all the difference in how you experience life. This is simple cause and effect. You have the power to create your life on so many levels just by what you do with your five senses. Understanding this gives you the opportunity to take responsibility for how your life goes. And this is something, if you have children, that is so, so important for them to understand from very early on. True pleasure only comes from within. Consideration for the five senses and how you treat yourself will have you experience life more deeply and on subtle levels that can go beyond imagination. All of this unfolds and expands life well beyond your imagination. Until next time. In Ayurveda, we understand that we each have a unique constitution. Halipule's tridoshic approach is ideal for families and supports multiple constitutions. You can cultivate sattva in cooking, knowing that you're making meals that support everyone's constitution. Subtle adjustments may be required, but it doesn't need to be a stress point. To learn our tridoshic approach to create nourishing meals, Join simple Ayurvedic cooking with Halepule. Their recipes are easy, delicious, and will leave you feeling energized. And the link to join is in our show notes.